guys, welcome back to Navigate. Our hope here is to help you engage with God. My name is Ben and I'm joined with Ryan and we're continuing in this little sub-series, I guess, on the coronavirus and what it means for us. As we look at this today, we're going to be looking at a passage that reminds us of kind of where we turn when the world falls apart. As we look at God's Word, we hope it's refreshing wherever you are today. Here's what God's Word says from Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 to 21. It says this, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So I'm joined with Ryan and we're going to have a chat over this passage. Hey Ryan, welcome to the podcast. Hey, yeah, it's good. Good to be here. Yeah. And uh, perhaps... um. Yeah, unfortunate circumstances. That's right. I mean, we're we're episode four into our kind of little series that we're talking about. And here, we've been we've been talking a little bit about anxiety, part one and part two. If you haven't caught that, and then we looked at prayer. Now we're kind of just going to be looking at, I guess, this idea that the good life mm. is falling apart. And yeah. so this passage, though, we'll look at that first. Jesus is speaking, and he kind of says, "Don't store up for your treasures uh, for yourselves treasures on earth." Because they'll fade. That's right. Yeah, it's this off the back of Jesus' prayer, you know, that God's kingdom would come in this world and, and in our life and kind of that looks like a life that actually lives for God's kingdom, not for the kingdom of this world. Um, if your heart is set on the here and now, the horizontal and not the vertical in terms of our relationship with God and being with Him and being where He is, um, we're kind of setting our heart, our life on something and we kind of will we'll reap what we sow um yeah it's actually gonna produce in us a particular kind of life and one's gonna fade and pass away and in, in a very real way we've seen that a lot you know yeah. either being burnt up or washed away or now um yeah with this virus just people dying yeah and it's not just i mean it's not just health i think mm. that's the big point that we're seeing in this moment right now that the world is falling apart uh, the burning of the with the fires that we had uh, at the end of last year, the beginning of this year, the floods then uh, for some people in that space, now health. But what we're also seeing in this moment is political systems are being exposed. Yeah. Uh, we're seeing, um, I think, you know, I, I, yeah, go on record to say I feel like Australia is actually doing a really good job, you know, where credit where it's due that, mm. you know, in Australia, I mean, we were talking about this again this morning that, we have this tendency to rip our politicians apart, but ScoMo and the rest of the team mm. are, are doing, I feel like, quite a good job at the moment. But what we're seeing is other political systems are falling apart. They they acted too late. They didn't act quick, quick enough. Or their political, uh, I guess, stances are being exposed, whether it is with healthcare systems or whatever else like that. Um, you're also seeing financially um who knows the fallout that's going to come from this but we know that when the world shuts down for a few weeks that that's not going to be good either mm. and so yeah from a number of different areas this world is falling apart or to use jesus's language here um it's being destroyed yeah that's right and it's yeah it's helpful because it's this passage yeah speaks to you know uh lots of different levels like we can think of you know thinking how it exposes our personal world and where we put our heart um but we also know like we even think about a, a group of people the collective body um where is it putting its heart and 
yeah, it does expose the way in which, you know, we as in Australia, or, you know, probably even more broadly, people in the Western Hemisphere, um, yeah, have placed their heart on um, the things of this world mm. and not on the things of heaven. And yeah, when that's disrupted, when those things are kind of pried out of our hands, um, it does reveal mm. um, that it's just so such an unstable and unsafe place to set your heart, yeah. to set your life. Because when it goes, you go. It's really interesting. There's yeah. a, um, uh, a, mo- a modern day philosopher, David Foster Wallace. And he said that he's not a Christian. And, um, well, he wasn't a Christian. He died a while ago. He made the comment that everybody worships something. Everyone mm. sets their heart on something. Everyone um, yeah, sets their life around stuff. And he says everything um, will plant you in the ground. Everything you worship will die and fade. And he goes on to the make, make a point that the only things in life that seem to give life are those more spiritual realities. And now he's not a Christian. And he, he mentions Jesus in his talk, but he says, yeah, actually anything else will plant you in the ground with it. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, our been holding on to this idea that we can control and, and manage our world and manage our life and fires and droughts and, floods and viruses come along and just kind of unravel that yeah and just kind of it's like it's so easily knocked over and i think yeah that's right it exposes Mm. the fact that the world cannot truly give us the good life Mm. because when tragedy hits i mean that's when the world's exposed yeah so you know like this is something that we talk a bit about um it's not that you can't find fun in the world that's right so it's not that money won't give you joy in some sense. It's not that your sexuality won't provide you something. It's not that mm. um, popularity isn't good or won't be joyful. Yeah. It's just they won't last. That's right. And not only won't they last, but when tragedy strikes, those things don't have an answer. Yeah. And I think as Christians, um, at least from my, what I think I've experienced kind of growing up in church and hearing yeah, Christian teaching about this stuff is it's that, oh, there's nothing good found in those yeah. things. And it's interesting because actually there is. There's good things about the the longings of our heart. It's just where we put them is the issue. Mm. And yeah, it's where we put them, um, it's either going to be short-lived or it will last for eternity. Yeah. And it's, you will get something. Like the world will give you something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in comparison to what you get when you put your heart and life in a relationship with God, it's actually far, um, way better yeah. and way more, um, way last way longer. Yeah. It's eternal. Um, and I think, yeah, it's, it's, it's helpful comment you made because often we can think, Oh yeah. Why do I feel ad- attraction to putting my heart on the things of the world? Um, because it does give you stuff. Yeah. But yeah. that's right. Now we're at this particularly unique moment in our mm. history where, in some sense, everything is being put into perspective. Mm. Um, short-term gain is being put into perspective. Um, and I think that's a helpful thing in some ways for us mm. as a society. But what is kind of been interesting is that over the last 20 years, maybe even 30 years if you want, uh, maybe even longer, maybe you could even make an argument for this, that this has been happening since mm. basically the 1960s. But 
it's this idea that you can find utopia here and now. And yeah. utopia is that sense of perfection, that this good life here and now. Mm. Um, and so if it's not through sex or, or sexuality, if it's not through your money, uh, if it's not in those particular things, it's, mm. it's in something else in this world. It's grounding ourselves in this world. And it, it's a movement away from God and it's saying, mm. I can find my best life here and now. The yeah. good life here and now, heaven here and now. You know, yeah. it, if it's not those things, it might be political systems. You know, mm. if we can just vote the right people in, we'll be sweet. Um, if it's not political systems, it's it's social systems, it's mm. schooling, it's it's friendships, whatever else it is. It's 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 this voice, this noise that says mm. utopia is here and now. Just work hard and you'll find it. Yeah. But the coronavirus comes in. Yeah. And it shatters that. Mm. Because what this shows us is that actually this idea that we can get the good life here and now, it takes a, a small virus, realistically, mm. not much effort, and it spreads around the globe. And all of a sudden, we're seeing these things crack and we're, th we're seeing these things fall apart and shatter into pieces. Mm. And political systems are being exposed. Financial systems are being exposed. People will see the fallout for this for perhaps years to come hmm. and it's tragic but what's fascinating is jesus speaks into this moment and he kind of says yes and in some ways i told you that would happen don't hmm. put your treasures here on earth because that will happen yeah if it's not a virus that comes in thieves will come in and steal moths will destroy it hmm. Um, you know, you could hear Jesus kind of saying in this moment here and today, viruses will take this all away. Yeah. But he gives us a hope. It's not, it's not hopeless in this mm. moment. There's a hope here. And he says, put your hope, put your treasure in heaven. Put it in someone else or something else, which is yeah. Jesus. Yeah, that's right. It's this, um, it's interesting that the loving thing is to expose the unhealthy, what's going on that's yeah. not healthy in our life. Um, and that's a painful thing. Um, it's not a comfortable thing. Yeah. Um, and yet it, it has to be done. It's the loving thing. Um, our love for the therapies, you know, kind of this self-help kind of thing. Also our self-control, our ability to think that we can just manage life and make it perfect. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just kind of being exposed that we just don't have the power, um, the the resources within us and around us to, to deal with um, what needs to happen to produce this good life. We thought that we can do that without God, mm. um, but we realize that, or we are realizing, I think we need to realize that that's actually yeah, the slippery slope yeah. Um, yeah, to just kind of being ruined along the way. Yeah. Um, now, there's hope here. The yeah. hope is that Jesus entered the world knowing the problem of the world. Yeah. He speaks into that space. He goes to the cross. He dies. He rises again, and he promises that when we put our trust in him, we can find life. Yeah. And we can have a hope beyond the grave. Now, as we look at this passage, there is a comfort and a challenge here. Uh, the comfort is knowing that when this world falls apart, all hope is not lost. We have a hope that's bigger and that's greater than this world. In Jesus, there is a treasure in heaven. And if our hope is in Him, we can live looking forward to the day when all things will be made new. Sickness and suffering and death, all of it will be wiped away. But there is a challenge here. You see, the, the challenge here in this moment, and we didn't even get a chance really to speak about this, but the challenge here in this moment is to help people see this truth. 
You know, as we chat more than ever, I've had more conversations than ever about the coronavirus, but we have a unique opportunity to speak about our hope, speak about our lives, speak about the hope that we've got a future glory. Be on mission in this space because there are a lot of people who right now are facing very real and difficult disappointments and struggles and fears. But what if Christians in this space could be so loving and so gracious and so gentle, so kind, so bold? What if we could push into this space and speak to a people who are without hope of the hope that we have in Jesus who conquered the grave? Thanks for listening today. We hope that you were able to hear God speak through his word and this was encouraging for you. We've got one more episode in this short little series on the coronavirus. So we'll hope uh, that you'll tune in for that. We'll see you next time.